another episode of Splitting Headache Podcast. I'm in the studio today with a special guest. I got Gaston LaRue. He's one of my uh, long-term wrestling students at Supreme Wrestling and actually one of my favorites. I consider him to be family. I think he considers the same. Mm -hmm. Uh, But before I get started, I just want to go ahead and let everybody know that as predicted, my upcoming match with Jesse Watson has been canceled. October the 7th, teacher versus student. Now this is the fourth time that I have been booked against Jesse Watson and this match has been canceled. He has gone this time and decided to not only rebook the match, but he has chosen to book the match in Madison, Indiana at a later date. And once we get a flyer for that one, I'll post it up there just in case the match actually takes place. But like I said, I am here in studio today with Gaston LaRue. So rather than spend any more time wasted on Jesse Watson, I'm going to switch over here so we can see Gaston and get this thing started. How's it going today, Gaston? It's going pretty good. Thanks for having me. you got a nice studio here. <laughs> you know, since I started, I've been looking forward to having you on the podcast. And uh, mainly, you were one of the first podcasts I did. I know the podcast thing's been going on for years, but I just yeah. I never really wanted to jump on one. And, and like we're doing here, I'm a big fan of this in-studio style interview versus what most people do on the podcast where like, I'm talking on my phone. You know, I just I'm not a fan of that. The fact that I could come to your house and do yours, right? And we had a we had a good time. Yeah. And so, um, I got a couple things I want to talk about. First, um, I have a question that a lot of people ask me when they're starting training. Um, what was a big help to you in your training? What what propelled you? You think more from becoming just another student to becoming someone who is booked so regularly like you are? Oh man. Um. I think a lot of, like, it all, a lot of it just kind of came naturally, honestly. Um, and just, like, a progressive of going over time. But I think just my determination of, A, promo work, which is what you help with me a lot. And then also Van being there and, like, helping me get in the ring. And really, because he helped me with my chain. I always say that, like, you, like, you are my trainer in the aspect of character and teaching me basics and all that. But Van is, like, really who taught me how to do my technical wrestling. Right, right. And he's really the one who, like, kind of introduced me to the to what's in here. <laughs> the ancient book of wrestling, more or less. Yeah. And, you know, helped me become the, you know, the smooth wrestler that I am today. So uh, I, I'm going to toot my own horn here just for a second. Yeah. Uh, a former friend of mine had, had told a mutual friend of ours that, I'm not very creative when it comes to come up with ideas for, for wrestlers and stuff like that. Uh, I just who came up with the idea of the book of wrestling? Oh, it was you. Can <laughs> I ask you? Do you think if you just went with a generic name like a lot of wrestlers do when they start off, just first name, last name, and some moniker that doesn't have any kind of gimmick to it, do you think you would have taken off the lead? No, <laughs> absolutely not. I, I, and I'm not one to take full credit for this because I did give this gimmick to another guy before. Yeah. And not that he wasn't a very talented, athletic, young wrestler. He just wasn't 100% in it. Yeah. But you went 100%. Like, I mean, you, you went out there, you got yourself bookings. Yeah. And, I mean, I can teach people all day long what to do and when to do it, but they gotta they actually have to put forth the effort. And, and they got to train, and you were at training every week. Right. And, um they got to they got to make get out and make contacts they got to make trips and stuff and you did that yeah um, so one thing that I, I really want to put over here is is how how much you're booked and you've mm-hmm. got non wrestling related activities going on um, coming up uh, this this coming weekend mm-hmm. um, but 
you will be on October 21st in a huge match. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of Larry D's last matches. Yeah. Um, and I believe Larry D is probably also one of the first uh, TV stars that you faced. Yeah, yeah. I faced him two and a half years ago uh, at Supreme because you provided me with that opportunity, and I'm grateful for that. Um, and I, and ever since then, I mentioned it, so in uh, the promo I did for this match, I mentioned it, but Larry's done so much for me yeah, in Larry, my career. Larry is an outstanding guy. I, I yeah. have known Larry. When I met Larry, he was, uh, I just told him this the other day, so he won't take any offense to the sand again, I'm sure. But he was just a fat kid who had no idea what he wanted to do. Yeah. Um, he went by Little Larry D, and he was anything but little. He was 370 pounds, if not more. Um, granted, I was little at the time and thought I was big. I, I was about 170 pounds. We, we were on the same show in New Albany. Right. And uh, Larry was... He was impressive because he was 370 pounds and he could do a moonsault. Yeah. And uh, But, man, he's really turned it around and, and made a good career in wrestling for himself. And I'm sad to see him retire, but I'm also glad that he's able to get out while he's still healthy enough to enjoy the rest of his life. Yeah. He, uh, was, he was the first TV star that I wrestled. So that is uh, Saturday, October 21st. And yeah. For those of you who want to see Gaston LaRue on that day. That is in Georgetown, Kentucky, correct? No, no, no. no. Uh, that one's in Norwood, Ohio. Norwood, Ohio. Sorry. Yeah, you're so, good. Norwood, Ohio, and if you're more local to Madison and you want to check me out, I'll be at Supreme Wrestling, as I am every Saturday. Um, the uh, the next night, we have uh, both of us on the same show. We'll be at Race and Mason's in Seymour, Indiana. We'll be facing Logan Myers, and I will be part of a... Uh, big six-man tag match, and there's there's a lot of talent on this show. Oh, yeah. I, I said it to you personally, and I'll say it publicly here. I am really excited to see what you and Logan Myers can do. Uh, most of the people on this show are people who I train. Yep. Logan is not, but he's super talented. Yeah, it's a first-time ever match. I look forward to stepping in a ring with Logan. We've been on shows together numerous times, but he's another young, hungry guy who's going out there and getting himself bookings like me, but uh, he's going to lose by the book, of course. And uh, other shows you've got coming up. Uh, I'm not going to go that far out with me. Um, again, this one will be on a Saturday, October 7th. So uh, you'll, you'll be facing uh, Berto and Hippo, which I am a big fan of Berto, mainly because he's a big fan of Hippos, and I'm a big fan of Hippos. Uh, this, that one's in Frankfort, Kentucky, which is actually where I'm from. And, uh, again, I'll be in Madison, Indiana on that night. And following that up, I've got you... Um, coming up against Crazy Steve in November. Mm-hmm. And now these are the, just the only ones that I was able to get match graphics for. I right. know you're booked pretty much every Friday, Saturday, and a lot of Sundays. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> which is takes us back to Larry D. So you wrestled him two and a half years ago. Yeah. And you were still really green to wrestling, right? Oh, yeah. But he had a lot of positive feedback for you then. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So imagine what he's going to have to say about you now. And I say that because this past weekend he wrestled Charlie Key, another one of my trainees. Mm-hmm. And uh, he wrestled Charlie Key six months prior. That's only six months difference. And he was so blown away by how much further Charlie Key had come along. Of course, Charlie, like you, wrestles every Friday, Saturday, and a lot of Sundays. Right. Um, he's with me, be it at Supreme or wherever I go on Fridays. And, and then, of course, at Supreme on Saturdays. And then we do some Sunday stuff as well. Right. But you've got... Two and a half years of three, four, and five. You wrestle on Tuesdays, right? I wrestle on Tuesdays sometimes, yeah. yeah. So you've got three, four, and five matches a week. 
yeah. for two and a half years worth of more experience. I, I think Larry will be blown away. He, he was my 93rd match, and I'm nearing 400 now. Wow. That's so, <laughs> and, and I, I see your videos all the time, and I've always thought you were talented right from the beginning. Yeah. Um, and, and, I mean, it probably shows in the way classes ran. I'm not saying I pick favorites, but I do see people who are putting forth the effort. Definitely. And uh, yeah. I, I'm, I'm going to throw a little negativity your way when it comes positive. Yeah. When you started, you were anything but athletic. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'll admit and, that. And, yeah. And that has turned so much. You, What I was... Um, looking for when I asked you about what helped you uh, propel yourself, I was looking for that trauma background. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah. So for those that don't know, you came from straight out of high school with me, right? Yeah. And you were in drama club. And how much? How much would you say that helps? Oh, that helps me so much. Like, if I didn't do drama club, I not only would have been unathletic, but I wouldn't have been charismatic whatsoever. You would still be wearing that referee shirt. Yeah. I would absolutely still be wearing a referee shirt. Like, the stage presence that that gave me has helped me so much because it really, like, opened me up. And I recommend, like, any wrestler, any young wrestler, just, like, go do some theater classes because yeah. it helps so, so much. For anyone who's still in high school. Yeah. Or almost in high school that wants to pursue professional wrestling. Yeah. Play multiple sports. Yeah. And get in drama. Yeah, and Ricky Morton told you that. Yeah. Ricky Morton said that Drama Club helps, or, or maybe it was Carrie. I heard both of them talking both about them did, it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Talking about how much drama helps. And Carrie did drama in school, and Carrie is now the world junior heavyweight champion. Yeah, yeah, because I showed up at the seminar and I introduced myself to Ricky. And Ricky goes, Gaston. And I was like, Yeah, got the name from Drama Club. And he was like, Carrie, he's a Drama Club kid too. <laughs> <laughs> and, and they were they were really big on a lot of. Supreme trainees. Now, I'm not saying that we were the only people that really showed up out yeah. at that seminar, but at the end of that seminar, I was asked for personal contacts from six people yeah. that, that trained in Supreme Wrestling and a couple others that weren't Supreme people. But, but I mean, um, I was proud as a trainer that yeah. you, know, you showed out really good, and of course, Derek Winter and Charlie Key and Tanner Satter and a few others. Right. But, um, man, it was, it was a great seminar, great opportunity for really impressed and uh, I had no doubt when you showed up and when when the other people I mentioned there the Supreme was well represented yeah so moving forward uh, I've, I've been doing uh, a top 10 okay. which was a suggested idea from a fan and right. then um, obviously I can't do the same top 10 list ever right uh, so what I have decided to do is I took suggestions and I've got a whole bunch of them and, and uh, I, I pulled out a couple of suggestions that uh, one of them was uh, the top ten best tag teams. Okay. Okay. And so I'm going to give my ten. Okay. And then I'll, I'll give you the opportunity. So like ten people you've teamed with. Yeah, ten people. Okay. That, the gotcha. ten, ten tag teams that I've been a part of. And, and I set a criteria for myself, and you don't have you haven't been wrestling for 32 years like I have. <laughs> right. So I set the same criteria. But <laughs> yeah. I've had so many partners. I mean, like obviously I've teamed with Jerry Lawler four times. Yeah. So right. obviously, if I'm just wanting to say, you know. The most exciting, well, Jerry Lawler, because he he was my childhood favorite. He's still my favorite wrestler. You know? Right. Um, but I'm, I'm excluding Lawler because we weren't an active tag team. So this list is like tag teams that I've traveled with. Okay. Our team was a team long enough to develop names. So okay. so I'm not going to put Rhino on the list. I've teamed with him. I'm not going to put Jeff Jarrett on the list. I'm not going to put um, Rob Conway on the list. I'm not going to put Jerry Lawler on the list. 
Okay. And, and anybody who's watching this that has teamed with me, if you've only teamed with me a time or two and you don't make the list, it's not because I didn't enjoy teaming with you, or it might be, but it's probably not because I didn't enjoy teaming with you. It's just because you didn't hit that criteria. Um, and I'm going to go ahead and say it because I know a lot of people think this is going to be the top one. And I, I was a part of this tag team right here, led by Mortimer Blankenship. And uh, we actually held six tag team championships all at the same time in multiple states, yeah. including a three-year run at Emerge Wrestling and uh, three-time Emerge Tag Team Champions. And I'm not putting that on my top ten list. Not that it wasn't a great tag team because we were a well-oiled machine. Right. The problem is, is we were also like oil and water, uh, yeah. personality-wise. And um, I'm not saying who's to blame for anything in that because I'm not even getting into all that. We just did not get along, and we've moved. We went our separate ways. Um, so moving forward, and this picture looks like it was taken with a potato. I'm going to go ahead and walk it. <laughs> it does. Uh, it does. And, and I've got a few of them like this because this. This tag team was so old that um, this predates the internet. <laughs> so this was uh, this picture was taken in about 1998. Uh, this is uh, a wrestler by the name of Badger. Uh, we were tag team at Infinity Pro Wrestling, AWA Wrestling, and uh, South Central Wrestling, which is what we were before we became Supreme Wrestling. Uh, we teamed. All those shows at that point in time were once a month or bi-monthly. I believe we also wrestled in Pro Wrestling. Long time ago, hard to remember details about it, but I did enjoy working with the guy, and uh, he had a lot of charisma. Uh, I don't think he still wrestles. Um, next is, uh, um, he was never really the greatest wrestler, but he's one of the greatest guys, the yeah. nicest guys, and uh, we had fun as a tag team. We went to several shows together. Uh, we wrestled in Independence, Kentucky as a tag team. We wrestled in Madison, Austin, North Vernon. Uh, so on and so forth. Uh, I don't have a picture of us as a tag team, but I have a picture of us wrestling each other, and that is Livewire Mark Jackson. Mm -hmm. uh, that's, for those that don't know, that is uh, Derek Winter's uh, father. And uh, like I said, no, no pictures of us as a tag team because, again, that predates the internet. <laughs> right, so, right. Um, we've been friends and, and teaming together that long. Um, next is, which is a shocker to people that I would put this one on the list, but. Roger Blake. Oh. Uh, early on in mine and his friendship, which we've been friends probably longer than I've been friends with anybody in wrestling, um, which is weird because I, I know we both kind of talk a lot of crap about each other, <laughs> but that's that's out of love. <laughs> um, but Roger and I was a tag team known as Newbury, and uh, we actually have pictures in magazines together, and uh, cool. you know we wrestled in Hoosier Pro Wrestling. AWA Wrestling, Affinity Pro Wrestling, um, pretty much every promotion that was around Indiana pre-2000. Mm. Um, so again, predating uh, social media anyway. I won't say predating the internet, but predating social media. Um, so no pictures of us uh, online anywhere, I don't think. But <coughs> moving forward, we got one really close to recent, is uh, myself and Cash Jackson. Uh, we were only a team for a short period of time. We developed a lot of tag moves in that period of time. Yeah. Um, I did the uh, revolver uh, slam, and he came off the top of the frog splash. Yeah, I wrestled you guys. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, I lost tag belts to you guys. Yes, we, we held uh, three sets of tag titles, um, AWA and Supreme, and then the uh, River Valley. 
Oh, okay. For for a very short period of time. Um, oh, I didn't know you held the River Valley. Well, well yeah. Cash didn't make it to defend them. So gotcha, gotcha. One, one, and then uh, lost by four to fifteen Russians. Ah. Uh, next is uh, Johnny Stratlin. Um, I have a second picture of me and home together that I'll share because it, it has another wrestler that's on the list in it as well. But Johnny and I were a part of the tag team over the bottom of the wall. Um, this picture isn't nearly as old as it looks, uh, but I couldn't find any uh, pictures that were taken digitally, so this was also taken with like a regular, you have to develop your film kind of camera. Mm. Um, so this is a picture of a picture. <laughs> so um, as were the first ones that I said looked like they were taken. Me and Johnny had a lot of fun together, uh, and while Johnny was a solid wrestler, he didn't have a lot of depth, and, and that he was uh, not not very fast. He was, I'd say, one dimensional. He was a power wrestler, maybe maybe a submission style wrestler mm -hmm. or whatever. But once you incorporate that in tag team, and as you can tell by that picture, I was less than two hundred pounds, so I was yeah, I was a high flyer. Yeah, you don't look much bigger than me. <laughs> yeah, I, I was. I think at the time of that picture, I was around 180 pounds. Uh, here's that other picture I said that I had of that. Um, we were a group known as Above the Wall. Of course, Johnny and I teamed as a tag team known as Above the Wall. But that's uh, Damian Devine and my brother Billy Maverick up top, and then uh, myself and Johnny Stroud down the bottom. Uh, after, after that one, we have Todd uh, No pictures of us together as a team. Uh, and this is this kind of breaks my rule in that we only team together a handful of times. Gotcha. But we had three matches against uh, Ricky Morton and various partners uh, with the name Rock and Roll Express on the line. So I had three opportunities where I almost became that's crazy a member of the Rock and Roll Express. <laughs> uh, we lost all three of those matches. <laughs> um, this picture here was taken the last night that um, I was actually Todd's manager at this point in time because. Everybody has seen the big scar on my shoulder. Uh, oh, yeah. I had the shoulder surgery, and during that period of time, I managed Todd at a, at a place south south of here that ever, a promotion that everybody knows and uh, everybody dislikes. And I'm not going to give them a name. Um, it was a hardcore promotion. And, oh, <laughs> and I, I left this promotion because that night, and Todd left the promotion as well. We were ordered to go out and uh, say some things on the microphone, very offensive to one particular portion of the crowd that made up about 80% of the crowd, and I could not defend myself if you did the wrong chairs. Yeah. Um, and it was it was things that were not within the realm of my beliefs nor Todd's beliefs. Oh, my gosh. Uh, next is my brother, and unfortunately, I also could not find any real clear pictures. This is a picture of a picture, but it came out all right. Yeah. Um, however, it makes me look like I'm close to the same size as my brother, which I am not. <laughs> um, so it must be taken at an angle. And there was a third man in this picture, but I cropped him out because he's not part of the conversation. But, uh, gotcha. My brother, Billy Maverick, had a short but um, good wrestling career during his short period of time in wrestling. He wrestled the Road Warriors multiple times, wrestled Dusty Rhodes, nice. uh, Great Hammer Valentine, Honky Tonk Man, Buff Bagwell. <coughs> More importantly, he got to both wrestle and team with me. Nice. Uh, <laughs> so uh, next, we're nearing the end here. And uh, this might surprise a lot of people because of our love-hate relationship that I had a great time teaming with Nick Noble. Oh, uh, Noble was one of my original trainees. Uh, well, not really my original trainees, but one of my longest rant trainees. 
people that stuck around and worked with me. Right. Uh, we traveled everywhere together. Um, we we had good wrestling matches together. We had each other's back. There were situations where wrestling became something else in the ring, and we had each other's back in that manner. Yeah. Um, I heard some of those stories. And unfortunately, Noble and I kind of parted ways about the time you were coming into wrestling. Um, so. Well, I was technically in custom made with you guys. Yeah. yeah. For. But about a year. You were, in the grand scheme of mine and Noble's existence as friends and stuff, you were at the very end. Of, yeah. Of that and yeah, got, definitely. You got to see it kind of closer than you probably wanted to. The friendship kind of falling apart. And I say that, but we're we're friends again today. Yeah. Uh, of course, he's not wrestling. He's sharing a dressing room with me. But I mean, there there are occasions I'll send him a, I'll see something online that's funny, and I'll send it to him or vice versa. Yeah. And, uh, my wife and I are good friends with his wife. Um, the um, second to last on the list. This is a twofer because it was kind of a group. I, I put I, I put it on my list as a CM2, but it was a yeah. time when I was teaming with both you and uh, Cameron Saturn. So um, it was a short period of time, but it was a fun period of time. It was um, it was about nine months. Yeah. But it was it was great. We we told <laughs> those nine months. We told some good stories during that period of time. Yeah, um, and we had a lot of fun. We we actually meant to get a little further in things, and then uh, I think we all three went separate ways for, for a little while. Yeah, uh, but it was a good period of time, both for Supreme Wrestling and for me, and probably for you and Cameron as well. Yeah, and then obviously number one on the list. And I will say this list ain't necessarily in, in any certain kind of order, but the current yeah. group of custom made. Uh, me and Charlie Key have uh, mm-hmm. have developed into the best of friends. I look at Tanner Saturn much like I looked at you while I was training you, like a, an extended member of my family, and Josh is like a brother to me. And uh, Legion is he, he's also like a brother to me. Yeah. So this this version of Custom Made is uh, I'm not saying we're going to be any more or less successful than any other version of Custom Made, but. This is the uh, happiest and least amount of drama that I remember in a, in a group like this yeah. for, a, for a long time. I believe that. And so unfortunately for our viewers, you and I did not get together on your list, so I won't have pictures to pop up on the yeah. screen. Uh, but That's fine. I would like to hear who you got. Um, okay, so I got to like think about this because I got to think about like success-wise. <laughs> you know? Right, yeah, kind of put you on the spot there. Right, right, right. Um, while you're thinking, I'll just go ahead and say Mountain Dew is the unofficial sponsor <laughs> yeah. of Splitting Hay All right. I think number one, and this is because, so one and two are very close together, and it's uh, number one would be Percy Drews, and number two would be Saturn Price, who are my current tag team partners right. um, as members of the Tragedy Boys. Um, and I, I say they're my one and two because we've won tag belts together, and we're currently together, and I think my chemistry with them is just so good. Right, and, and we, we were talking about the Morton Seminar. Both of those guys came yeah. to the Morton Seminar. And uh, I'm not I'm not wanting to disparage, disparage either one of them. I will say one of them was amongst the list of yeah. people that was asked for their phone number. Yeah. And uh, I, I like both uh, on a personal level. Yeah, yeah, they're both... They're both extremely talented. The only reason Percy is slightly higher is because I think our chemistry is top-notch. I think it is as good as or better than Cameron and I's. And, and Cameron and I had great chemistry. Right. Yeah, you and Cameron trained together roughly from day one. Right. Both of you. Yeah. Uh, 
Percy's ridiculously athletic. <laughs> yeah, he's insanely athletic, yeah. Um, so those are my one and two. And then uh, my third is Cameron. Um, and that's just because even though we were only together, like a team for like eight months, eight, eight nine months, we accomplished so much. We were two-time Supreme Tag Champs together. We uh, wrestled all over. We were wrestling at New Wave Pro. We were wrestling at Grindhouse. You were making we, states away. Yeah, yeah. We wrestled in Michigan. We uh, Larry got us booked in West Virginia. We were wrestling for Larry down in Kentucky. Like, we were, we were making states. Like, that was, like, that summer that we teamed together was probably, like, some of the most money I've ever made in right. wrestling. And, like, <laughs> and you guys had a, and I, I don't want to bring up who's to play. Oh, uh, yeah. you guys had a, a falling out that was rough. Yeah. And uh, being the trainer, I was privy to a lot of that, and I, I tried to help out, but I think in the grand scheme of things, things are just going to happen. Yeah. Personalities. Yeah. Uh, Cameron has uh, went away from both of us. Yeah. And has now come back. He's, he's, he was actually at Supreme last week. Yeah, I saw that. I watched him in Tanner. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> we, we had a conversation, and it, it looks like Cameron may be a, not not quite a regular, but a semi-regular uh, attraction at Supreme Wrestling. Uh, he's got some big things going on in his personal life. And yeah. After the other side of that, um, he plans on being at Supreme semi-regularly. I'm yeah, and, and that's why he's like a little further down is because we had our our separation, but like we've kind of mended fences since yeah. then, and, and you know things are things are all right. So, but yeah, he I had to get him up there, and then I have you as four because we had three tag title reigns together, I right. believe, yeah. because there was because I was with because I was still with you on one of the ones with Cameron. We had one with us and Noble. And then one that was just us, I'm pretty sure. Right. So. Yeah, I, I think uh, at the point, though, that I, I was dealing with some neck injuries, I believe, and I wasn't really traveling much at that point in time. So, yeah. So maybe that's what holds me down a little bit is that uh, we didn't get the opportunity to really travel. I mean, we've made trips to Tennessee together, but never as a tag team. No, no, not really. But I still enjoyed that, that time, and we, like, almost won the AWA tag belts once from the Russians. So. <laughs> so Don't be Russian. <laughs> but they reversed the decision. The, the only thing worse than those Russians are those dirty McRoberts. The dirty McRoberts are worse than the filthy Russians. You know what? I'm back at it with those guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that it's just the circle of life. Uh, number five, I, this one might be a little bit of, of a surprise when you first hear it. It's Lily, Lily Lockhart, okay. and that's because she was in custom made with us for a while. We have a tag team victory over Bailey McRoberts and Ari Alexander. Yeah, she's in that one. Yeah, um, we I think we won most of the tag matches that we had together, so that's why she's on there. Plus, she was just a part of our faction, and she was in my corner when I won the Supreme Heavyweight Title for Mary Willie. Because she was a staple in our dressing room for a long time. Like, yeah, even if she wasn't actively doing anything of relevance on the wrestling show, she was just a part of our dressing room. And, yeah, and uh, fun to be around overall. And yeah, part of part of a very fun to be around family. Like, I, like I, her whole family is associated with Supreme in some manner. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Especially the superstar. <laughs> I love it. Oh, man. Uh, and then, I, okay, so this is where I get into tricky territory because I have people who I've only teamed with, like, a handful of times or whatever. Um, I'll probably put uh, the other tragedy boy 
that I've teamed with, Aaron Daniel Norman on the list. You've not met Aaron. That's what I was going to say. That name doesn't sound very familiar. Yes. Uh, he was formerly known as Daniel Winchester, uh, trained at Rockstar uh, in Dayton, Ohio. Uh, he's currently injured, unfortunately. He tore his meniscus. Um, but he's extremely talented. He's been wrestling for seven years. Uh, I've only gotten to team with him once, though. That's I, what happens. I think I may have heard of him under the other name. Yeah. I, I don't think he's ever been at Supreme. Though. Yeah, no, because uh, he's wrestled Van before, and that was in the arena when they wrestled. Um, but, yeah, so he's extremely talented. Uh, we have very similar technical wrestling styles, so I, I would put him on my list for sure. Um, let's see. Because there's just a lot of people that like I've only teamed with like a few times. Um, I'll just, so I'll just do honorable like honorable mentions. <laughs> right um, Drew Dillinger, I've teamed with Drew only once, but we were associated down at Generation Next Pro Wrestling, and have a tag team victory over Nasty Nate Gnarly and Larry D. That's a huge victory, especially, yeah. especially down there. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Larry's on promotion, um, and then. Uh, I'm gonna shout out Billy Mattern. Uh, even though we're 0 and 2 in tag matches, uh, we well we faced Shark Boy in that time. It was Shark Boy and Bailey McRoberts, and then we faced you and Cash, and then we lo and we lost the tag belts to you and Cash. So well, Billy was probably my 11. Uh, yeah, he just shy of making the list. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's that's pretty much my list. Uh, <laughs> that's a pretty good list, though. I yeah. Like a, this is two podcasts in a row that I've done, actually, where uh, Drew Dillinger, just, I don't know if you saw the, the one I just did with uh, J-Mo Jesse Morris, but uh, mm. I, I talked to him about, you know, his workouts and stuff, and he's been working out with Drew. Both oh, that's cool. Both of them have lost a tremendous amount of weight. Yeah. Between, between the two of them, I would say they've lost as much weight as you and I have. That's funny. Okay. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, and, and it's it's great to watch these guys. Like Drew doesn't even look like the same person. <laughs> no. And, and like J-Mo, I can, I'm around him enough that I've seen him the whole way through. I, but if you look at an older picture of him, it's unrecognizable. Yeah. Yeah, I, I admire them for doing that. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm trying to put on weight. <laughs> it, I'm still in the mindset that I need to put on weight. I don't. Yeah. I, I'm actually happier with my current physical condition than I have been. Mm. Um, I, I checked my weight the other day at 249 pounds. Wow. And, and so, like, I grew up, and when I say grew up, I'm talking about grew up in the wrestling business, not like as a child, but I mean, I right into the early days of my wrestling career, I I constantly thought I needed to gain weight because mm. when I started, a small wrestler was 240 pounds. Now, 240 pounds is a big wrestler. Right. But um, I was around 160 pounds from the time I started, actually about 130 when I started, and I got to about 160, between 160 and 180, all the way up to I was 30 years old. Wow. Which I started when I was 14. So yeah. <laughs> um, I spent a long time being that guy that promotions book and put against the big guy so the big guy gets thrown. Mm. And uh, I got thrown a lot. <laughs> Gosh. <laughs> and, uh, I'm sure you remember during training, I probably said it 100 times corrected myself on it, but I'd be like, little guys like us, and then, oh yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm not a little guy. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. I'd be like, oh. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I, I, I checked my weight the other day, I was uh, 249 pounds, and, and uh, I feel good at 249. I, I got up to 245 a couple of years ago, and I felt like I looked good, but I didn't feel good. My shoulders hurt real bad, my knees mm. hurt, 
it, it was too much. I gained too much weight too quick at yeah. that point in time. Uh, that was when I had the NWA World Title match against Jack Stane. Uh, okay. So if you're facing Jacks, you've got to gain weight. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> because I, I was bigger then than I had ever been, and I still wasn't anywhere close to big enough because uh, he still threw me around like that right now. Yeah. Uh, but now, I, like I said, I'm 249 pounds. I was, uh, I was a training with uh, the younger athletic guys like Kate and Brooks the other day. And we were working on some stuff that I used to do with them in another training. Uh, talked about like springboard clotheslines and stuff. Mm. And I was just sitting there kind of looking at it. And I was like, I think I can do that again. And it's been that's awesome. It's been three or four years since I've done it. Yeah. And it's uh, I don't know why I ever stopped doing it, but once I stopped it, I never could work up the courage to do it again. And I was sitting there thinking about it, and I, I grabbed the ropes and I jumped and just watched where my feet got and didn't try to put them on the ropes. Mm. But I was getting there. I, I, so I, I think yeah, maybe this Tuesday I might get there a little early and lay the crash pads out. Yeah. And see if I can bring back some of the old. Eric Draven stuff for one more round. That'd be sweet. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be pretty awesome. So this uh, this match that I'm going to talk about will actually take place before this podcast airs. Right. Um, but you're at Supreme tonight, and we're going to be across the ring from each other. That's right. Uh, um, other than that, I know we got you at Supreme again on, a, on, on uh, the 22nd. Yep. So are you, uh, are you looking at coming back around Supreme? Monthly, semi-monthly, just uh, or just when it works out. Whenever it works out, honestly. Yeah. But uh, if I could make it, especially towards the end of the year, bookings get a little slim. Yeah. You know, I'll probably be around more here at the end right. of the year. And it's it's kind of a blessing and a curse for us mm. that we run so many shows because uh, there's a there's a guy who's actually going to be at our show tonight. And I'm not going to mention it by name because I'm not trying to throw shade at anybody, but he'll mm. know who I'm talking about. Uh, who constantly downplays Supreme because mm. he's been at some shows with the crowd's been playing. Mm. And I will admit, a couple of weeks ago on a Friday, we had a crowd of about 30. Well, you were there. I was there. <laughs> yeah. and, and that is probably the lowest crowd we've ever had. I went 20 minutes with Derek Winter. <laughs> that's, that's probably the lowest crowd we ever had. Yeah. Um, but you've also been at Supreme shows with three, four, five hundred people. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, I don't think there's another promotion within a hundred miles of us outside of maybe OBW. As strong as many as we have on a couple of our shows. Yeah. Because um, we've thrown over a thousand, I know, three times. Yeah. Uh, the only other promotion that I think, other than OVW, that's around us, that we can bear with the emerge. Mm. And they draw 500, 600. Yeah. yeah. They have a ridiculous amount of advertising and a ridiculous amount of dedication amongst their younger guys to get out and push the product. And I'm not knocking them any, but they run once a month. Yeah. And so we run 150 shows plus a year. Right. And so where that's a good thing is we have a lot of really big crowds because we have a lot of anticipation into some builds and stuff. Yeah. But where it's a bad thing is we have a lot of really low crowds. Yeah, right. <laughs> and then on the on the worker side of it, it's a good thing because, for instance, when everybody, the whole world shut down for COVID, um, we were one of the first people to get health department approval yeah. to open back up because we're in such a... Small town, small community, and I know everybody. I actually was able to get a health department lady to come in and help us out and make sure that we abide by the rules yeah. and whatnot. So um, early on, after COVID, and you were with us, then, oh, yeah. we had a lot of wrestlers just because they wanted to work. Yeah. And then, you know, it comes and it goes, and you've been on this end of it, too. You've been at Supreme, and there have been six wrestlers. Yeah. 
and you've been at Supreme and you can't move in the dressing room because it's so full. But I'm fine when there's six wrestlers because then I get to wrestle more. Right, yeah. <laughs> oh, for the workers, you yeah. know, outside of being one of the guys who has to put the card together, right. those are the good nights because you get to do, you get more leeway. Yeah. You don't have to worry about going up to the booker and saying, how long can I be in the ring for? And there's, there's times where, like, there's six wrestlers, and there, but there's, like, a hundred people out there. And it's like, all right, well, I get to go wrestle in front of a crowd twice or three times tonight. Okay, yeah. sick. <laughs> and, and those nights, those nights that are between six and eight wrestlers, uh, it's a generic formula that almost all the old independent promotions do. Yeah. But it's it, it's a lot of times it's three or four singles matches, and then everybody comes back in the end and does a big tag, big yeah. tag match, and, and those sometimes can be messy, but they're usually really fun. Yeah. So, yeah. No doubt about it. I think we'll have a good crowd tonight. I, I do too. I, yeah. I, I've, I've been pushing the product a lot, and I've had a few other people pushing the product. Yeah. Uh, we're kind of uh, we're turning a page on a few things at Supreme. Uh, we're, we're revisiting the idea of having a women's championship. So, Ooh. Uh, okay. We had recently, well, I say recently, uh, within the last five years, we had a women's championship. And we were able to get women to come in a lot. And then what it, this happens with, we go in cycles with women and with, with younger athletic talent and whatever, you know, it's just like for a long time we get a whole bunch. Right. And then they just kind of forgot them. There are other places or whatever. Right. And uh, the well runs dry for a little bit. Yeah. So, um, I've, re- I've reached out to several women and uh, I've got some dates on a few of them. So uh, we're looking forward to that as, uh, you know, something new at Supreme. And, yeah. And, uh, That'd be really good. The last women's championship we ended up turning into the light heavyweight light title, heavyweight which I held forever. Yeah, and, uh, <laughs> you and Tanner Saturn both did, uh, yeah. did great with that championship. Yeah, it was a good door opener for the, the young um, athletic talent that, that we had at that point in time. Yeah, uh, I don't really have anything else. So, uh, what do you got going on? Uh, well, uh, first off. With the next couple of shows that I'm coming in, I'm planning to be around a little more the, the the end of the year. There's a couple belts in Supreme that I'm interested in that I've never won. First off, there's the Central States Championship, there's the Mid American Championship, and there's that nice Indiana Heritage Championship. But just to clarify, the Indiana Heritage Championship is regularly defended at Supreme, but it is right. not a Supreme Championship. Right, right, right. Um, the the promoter for that championship um, he he ordered the belt and. Um, he had a venue ready to run wrestling shows in, and another wrestling promotion came in and ran a wrestling show there before him. Wow. And there was an outdoor volleyball court, and these guys busted light tubes in it. It was sand. <laughs> and uh, the employees of this place played volleyball in that outdoor volleyball court, and there was broken glass in there, so they just no more wrestling in here. That's awesome. Um, so um, we've been blessed at, at Supreme to, you know, We've had the belt there pretty much the entire existence. So yeah. There was uh, two tournaments, I think, that took place outside of Supreme to uh, declare some top contenders for it. But yeah. The finals took place at the fair at Supreme, and then uh, Derek Winter won that. And, uh, he dropped it once to me, and I held it for, uh, I think, two weeks. <laughs> and then he uh, yeah. then he picked it back up from me, and he's, uh, and he's doing good things with it. It looks good. Yeah. But yeah, I think it would be. I think it would look better on me. But I'm teaming with them tonight, so yeah. uh, you know. So uh, I'm just going to put that to the side for now. But that Central States belt looks really nice, and that's on your boy Tanner Saturn. Yeah, I'm and, just uh, saying. 
Well, the, the, the Central States Bill, we actually had another one that looked almost just like it. Yeah. And uh, somebody, somebody had won the belt, mm. and uh, they left with it, and then never came back. Yeah. So, uh, so we got with our guy who makes our belts, and, and uh, he made this one. And I gotta say, I, I'm not condoning that somebody ran off with one of our belts, but I, in, in a way, I'm kind of glad because this belt was. And it's detail you got to be up close on this. It looks really good. But it is, it is a really nice belt. Very yeah. etching, and, and the, the logos really pop on that belt. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, and then otherwise you can check out my podcast, Buy the Book, with Gaston LaRue. It's on Spotify, and uh, I've had Draven on it. I've had a lot of talented people and in you, the area on it. You recently changed your, kind of like your format on yeah. there. You went from doing an interview mm-hmm. style to... Uh, to, to like deep dives. Yeah, like deep dives and, and topics and stuff. I did an episode on uh, where I looked into the ancient book of wrestling and uh, went through like all the NW the lineage of the NWA World Heavyweight Championship. Yeah. So uh, I, I went through that. That's one of my most fun episodes. I also have an episode with Mrs. Larue on it, talking about uh, the life of being married to a pro wrestler. Yeah, we we actually did that one too, me and my wife. Uh, yeah. We more got into uh, into my mental health issues mm. and, and how I, I was getting ready to say how I got on the other side of that, but I'm not going to lie and say I'm on the other side of it. I still battle these things all the time. Yeah. But um, I'm in a better place now. Yeah. And uh, it's, it's mostly thankful to my wife and, and I say her best friend, but it's our mutual best friend. Mm. It kind of got me where I am and it's still pushing me to, to, to get better. Yeah. Um, I, I kind of do a similar I, mm. I guess format to you, and yeah. uh, that I don't have a format. Right. I, I am not an interviewer. I'm and not which either. Is, we, had this, <laughs> we had this conversation yeah. before. Both of us are. Um, we can talk forever. You stick a microphone in front of us, we will not stop. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, but the thing is, is uh, I consider mine conversations. Yeah. It's just like uh, I had uh, Tommy Cash on here, and I hit uh, stop recording, mm. and we sat here and talked for another hour. Yeah, we can't do that today because I got a wrestling show to get to. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I do too. I got to yeah. wrestle you. Um, but but uh, I had uh, I had JMO on here and we had a, a really good conversation. Uh, the, the guys formerly known as the Young Guns were on here, good conversation. And then I've done several of them by myself, and I'm actually I'm I'm working on one that I'm going to do by myself, but I'm piecing it together, mm. um, which I've mentioned before. I'm going to go around downtown Madison and talk about some. Uh, some hard-hitting, emotional places to me mm-hmm. in, uh, in Madison. And I don't know if that will ever air because um, there's some stuff. Like, you you know a lot. I know a lot. Uh, you, yeah. uh, outside of the two people I mentioned, you probably know more than anyone. Right. Um, other than the people that were involved in the actual situation. Still, uh, some things were still even too much yeah. for me to share when I was sharing with you on it. Uh, right. So some of that stuff I might be able to piece together and, and make a... Uh, um, a documentary style podcast episode. Yeah, that'd be good. Um, something that I've wanted to do, um, and maybe you being on here will help because I, I think I'm going to steal some viewers from you. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I want to do a hundred questions, like uh, fan questions. So what I'm thinking is that'd be good. Um, I'll write them down as they come in, and once I get to a hundred, I'm going to do an episode with a hundred questions. Uh, obviously, I'm not answering any um, questions that aren't uh, podcast friendly. Right, right, right. And uh, when you send a question in, you be the judge as to whether or not you think it's podcast friendly. Uh, but when I receive it, I'm also going to judge it. You know? Right. Um, but, like, uh, if you if you see this and you decide that you want to send me a question, uh, 
please let me know whether or not I can use your name in the question because I'd like to be like this question was asked by right. Gaston LaRue, you know, why are you my favorite wrestler? <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, um, so that's what I'm, I'm looking at coming up is I'm looking at trying to get 100 questions from my viewers. Um, I, I got feedback today, which mm. was, you know, this wasn't even something I planned on talking about on here, but I got feedback today from uh, some of my wife's family. Oh. Uh, Extended family, like uh, lives miles and miles away. We, we yeah. see them like on holidays, kind of family. Uh, but they watch the podcast, which is pretty exciting. That's me. awesome. Uh, yeah. But with all that said, um, I want to tell the viewers um, they can follow you on Facebook. It's Gaston Larue. Uh, what's your Twitter handle? My Twitter is just Gaston Larue, and then my uh, or X, whatever you want to call right, it. Right. And then my Instagram is underscore pro wrestling Gaston underscore. Right, and uh, so make sure you click uh, follow on all of those. Yeah. And, and uh, obviously, splitting headache for me and Eric Draven on Facebook. I'm Eric Draven on Twitter, but whether or not I'm ever actually on there, I mean, keep in mind, I still call it Twitter. Right. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So uh, whether or not I'm ever on there is a question. Every now and then I'll get on there because I'm bored and I'll scroll and watch some wrestling clips or whatever. You know? Right. But, uh, otherwise, I'm not on there very much. Yeah. Guest on it has been a pleasure having you on here, and I look Absolutely. forward to doing it again. Absolutely.